Hi, and welcome to Girls on Fire, the podcast. Girls on Fire, the podcast, is a celebration of our girls, our community and our school. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Today, we're here with Nicola Rose, who is the coordinator of inclusive learning from 7 to 12, and also vocational education and learning. And we're also here with year 12 student Katie. Thank you so much for joining me, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So should we start by, Katie, can you talk a little bit about your journey with um, sort of alternative pathways and inclusive learning? Yeah, so um, when I was in year nine, I was really struggling at school and I decided that um, I had to take a break. And when I was um, thinking about either dropping out of school and going to TAFE or coming back to school, I was really lost as to like what I was going to do because there were just so many options. And um, yeah, I came to MLC in Perth for a, with a trip with my dad and I came and I fell in love with the school and like the people and the staff and I one thing I was really excited about was the opportunities they had for me I was from Sydney and in Sydney we didn't have anything like alternative pathways it was very like rigid and you either had to you know do a full ATAR or nothing you know and here at MLC there were so many options and it allowed me to continue school without having all the stress of exams which I couldn't deal with and so I was really grateful for that. Lovely. And Nicola, do you want to talk about sort of your role at MLC and how um, you support students like Katie? Absolutely. So in year 11 and 12, I think MLC is really promoting and growing alternative pathways and general pathways with the recognition that there are trends in education where ATAR isn't the only marker of success and that there's other ways and other pathways and journeys to get to either university or employment or further study. So my role, I guess, in year 11 and 12 in flexible learning, I guess, as a start, is to support and mentor students to achieve academic success, but also to maintain well-being. I think that's really important and key to my role. And then the other part of what I do as the Coordinator of Vocational Education and Training, or VET, as it's um, affectionately known, uh, is to um, enrol students into qualifications that are appropriate to their interests and passions. And I guess that can be a really meaningful pathway for students post-school. So, Katie, you mentioned earlier that there were a lot of opportunities at MLC. Do you want to talk about some of those opportunities? Oh, yeah, sure. So, um, here at MLC, something which I'm really grateful for is um, flexible learning. Um, So, it's a period that I have four times a week where I can come and get help um, from Miss Rose. And if I need to meet with other teachers, I have that time to meet with them. It's a time where I have... Um, to study and catch up on work that I haven't been able to complete and that's something which has never been offered um, at a school I went to at Sydney and it's really beneficial for my learning and all the girls that attend the class really benefit from the time and the space to relax and regroup. Um, Something else which is really beneficial is the Curtin Uni Ready course which I take. It allows me to receive an ATAR of 70 on completion with ATAR English and yeah it's just I find it really amazing how 
I will be able to go to university without having to complete, you know, the stereotypical ATAR course. I think it's great that there's another way of achieving your goals and being able to go to university. And I think it's really, like, why I wanted to come here today is to express how, um, for all the younger students, you don't have to take the one pathway. There are so many different pathways. And I think that everyone's pathway is going to be different and it's going to look different. But the opportunities here at MLC to complete things are just, yeah, so incredible. And how do you think having all of these options and opportunities impact a student's education? I think it's important for the girls to know that there's always a plan B and a plan C if plan A doesn't work out. And I think that's a life lesson for for when you're an adult, things don't always turn out the way you want them to turn out and it's really important to know that we can problem solve and be flexible with courses and with pathways and that there's light at the end of the tunnel in terms of, um, you know, sometimes a, a focus on ATAR can be difficult for students that academically aren't naturally going to get a high ATAR school and that education should be a little bit more beyond a ranking number and I think that increasingly across WA in Australia there is um, um, a high recognition that ATAR isn't the only way to get where people want and I think over time you'll see that growth of alternative pathways in education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Katie, you mentioned the Curtin, was it the Uni Ready course or what was yeah. it? Yeah, so basically it's run through Curtin mm -hmm. and um, Mr Kelly takes us this year and he receives PowerPoints um, from Curtin University and we learn them through topic documents. Um, this year we're focusing on humanities and commerce and they're courses which are set to enable us to learn skills for university and with the completion of the four units, um, we are able to receive an ATAR of 70 and can go to, um, go to Curtin University and study something. Um, and I think it's just really great that um, that's available here at MLC. So um, on that, do you have any ideas as to what you, if you want to study or what you might want to study after school? Um, yeah, so I've been tossing and turning and like I've got so many different things that I'm interested in um, definitely something to do with um, acting in the arts um, but if not I'm really interested in criminology um, or communication or nursing and they're all things that I can study um, at Curtin through receiving this ATAR and um, you can also use it um, to apply for um, other universities as well if your course that you want to complete isn't available at Curtin. So it sounds like you have so many options yeah. ready. You've just yeah. got to pick. Yeah, it's so amazing. Like, um, if I'd stayed at, in Sydney, none of these options would have been available. Um, and so I think that MLCs really, um, they've are much more advanced in. Yeah, that MLCs are much more advanced when it comes to um, education pathways, and I think that they've really progressed, and it's amazing because I think it's a great opportunity for everyone. Mm. And do you see this as sort of something rewarding for you as a teacher um, to see students sort of going on and taking, following these pathways? Yeah, I love to see students experience success and to have the ability to think of 
different ways to get to endpoints. I love problem solving as well, and um, you have to work within a system. But I think as as a, as years go on, there are more and more different ways and to get to where students want to go. And I think wellbeing is really, really important for girls, particularly in year 11 um, and 12, with the unknowns in the world at the moment. Um, to be happy at school is super important. So with wellbeing, what do we, what do you encourage here at MLC? I think the balance between academic and what is outside of school, so whether that's be socialising and friends and just getting the balance right, um, to choose subjects that you're interested in and passionate about, um, to choose subjects that are within your range in terms of not having to have goals that are unattainable. And we often talk about smart goals and I think um, realistic is important. So it's good to have high expectations and I definitely encourage girls to have high expectations of themselves. But you also need to be able to step that, that expectation and realism out to be achievable in little chunks. I think that's super important and that's where the plan B and C comes in. If, if that sort of first pathway isn't working out, we've got an amazing tracking, tracking team, I guess, in terms of the psychologists and our head of academics. Um, we all work together. So if there are girls that aren't meeting the requirements, um, we can put some little things in place or change the course and, and alternative pathways definitely comes into play then. Mm -hmm. And so my final question for the both of you, you kind of touched on this earlier, Katie, but would you have any advice for students who are maybe struggling and looking at these pathways? Um, yeah, definitely. I think that, um, you know, if you have like a dream and you know you have something which you want to work towards I think that I think if you work work hard and just give it your best shot I think that there are so many people here at MLC that can support you and you know if you want to do an ATAR and that doesn't work out you know it's okay to be disappointed but there are so many other options and ways to achieve your dreams you just have to you know keep being passionate and giving it your best shot because the support systems that we have in place here at MLC is so amazing. And so, yeah, you just have to have a dream and work hard and never give up. I think um, I'd encourage students to be brave. Um, I think it's really important. You don't always have to fit in with the status quo, I guess, of the school. Be individual and work towards your individual gifts. I think that's really important. Yeah, that, yeah I agree. Thank you so much for chatting to me today, both of you. It's been really great. Thanks, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Girls on Fire, the podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes to come.